Red Motivators! Shit, yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 227 of the Bad Motivators. I, of course, am Eric Strothers, and with me, as always, are my two excellent co-hosts, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. Now that I got me some Seagram's gin, everybody's got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. I'm I'm glad you got, I'm glad you got your phone out for that one, buddy. So you got it right, just right. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. proud of you. I wrote it down <laughs> to make sure, and then I went and checked. In. All the lights were out. Um, <laughs> laid back, dude. I'm I'm glad that Cracker Rap has uh, at least peeked its head in the door. <laughs> well, I I was debating. Just a tip. Just I was tip. debating because I made a pretty good dad joke at the drive-through at Dutch Brothers today. Because the gal's like, you want to stop her for that? And I go, I got my mouth to stop this. <laughs> what? That could be taken so many ways. Um, you know how they put a little stopper in the coffee cup? That's what she was asking me. She I got my mouth to stop this. I hope you didn't say it that way to her. <laughs> Not all seductively <laughs> like that, bro. She'd been like, uh, security, please. That's oh, like wait. the old lady that looks at her groceries and says, nicely packed, bag boy. <laughs> That was actually a Conan O'Brien bit. It was so good. <laughs> He's a genius, so well, we'll, we'll allow it. Uh, anyhow, anyhow, lads, how's everything, man? Everything going good? Everything's going well. I can't complain. Uh, head, uh, nose to the grindstone with uh, schoolwork, but uh, yeah, going good. How about you, Dallas? Well, we had Father's Day yesterday, right? Yeah, that was so the thing. I was like, So I was like... You know, I'm going to do a test this year to see, like, because people always tell me, like, Father's Day is just kind of like the laugh it off of the two parenting holidays. You know what I mean? So, like, I just, I'm like, I'm going to really see in compare. I'm going to actually pay attention to how it goes down between the two. You know what I mean? I'm not complaining when I say this. I'm just, was just being an observer just to see if this really is just a laugh it off holiday. So, for Mother's Day... We had done an elaborate dinner. No women cooked anything. All the boys, grandkid boys, nephews, my ne- everybody did everything. I, I mean, we got them massages. My wife got like six pairs of shoes, jewelry, <laughs> all this shit, art from the, you know, blah, 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 right? Whole day event, both mother's houses, right? Here's mm-hmm. how Father's Day went for me. I cooked all of it. <laughs> by myself literally did everything kitchen wise except for set the table i mean including the dishes uh uh for father's day i got good i got the fender guitar lessons app that i get to share with my daughter by the <laughs> way did not know i was wanting guitar lessons but apparently <laughs> i wanted them and you'll find out in who got what with what I did with my mama don't know money to get myself a Father's Day present because I was sneakily thinking it would go this way. And I was correct. And I kind of like low-key mentioned it to my wife. I'm like, man, I don't remember uh, asking for, for, for guitar lessons. And she's like, oh, well, I got you that wallet too. I mean, the wallet <laughs> was about two wallet. weeks ago <laughs> that you used your store discount working at Kohl's that costs $4.06 by the time you used all your discounts. That <laughs> and you got Kohl's cash to boot. Oh, and yes, she did get Cole's cash, and she spent that on socks on herself. 
it's always it's always a wallet or something. It's a yeah. No, oh my I, god, man! Right? You you think because there's been years where I've gotten some cool shit and I didn't expect it. It was always like a, a huge surprise. In fact, one year about three years ago, I think when first year we started the show, I got a bunch of Star Wars stuff that year. Yeah. You know? I'm like I've always like complained that my family is not good shoppers for me, and I'm the easiest person to shop for, and they just don't ever realize. Hey, does that have Star Wars on it? You probably can buy it for me. I'll probably buy it. <laughs> see. I'm the opposite with that. I'm like, mm, I'll get my Star Wars stuff. You just uh, <laughs> you stick, well, stick aside. I told Amanda what I was interested in, and one of the things I was interested in was a <laughs> Series Two Elite controller for the Xbox. <laughs> nice. uh, did not happen. Oh, uh, what? Just oh. FYI. She said that may have to wait. What with a $9,000 pit in my front yard. And which I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. But she really did try to come through, man. I'll give her that. So uh, they took good care of me. The kids did. Of course, unfortunately, I had to go to the new house and do a bunch of work. But we're getting there. And hopefully, by not this coming weekend, but the following weekend, we'll actually live in it. Nice. nice. How about the old house? How's the sale going? Well, we haven't even put it up for sale yet. We got to get all the crap out of here. But we need to haul ass. Yeah, we can't yeah, they sell want it. empty. They want it empty and ready for... Well, <laughs> oh, here, well here, they're going to sell quick no matter what. I'm, I, the way I understand it doesn't matter where you live. Houses are going boom, 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 boom. I'm hoping. The thing is, our house will show much better empty. With the stuff in it, you instantly see all the flaws in the floor plan. Uh. And in that... And I know I've mentioned this on the show. In the downstairs, right? The li- the main, you know, the living space proper where I'm at is a half-finished attic afterthought. But downstairs, there is an opening in every wall. Every wall. Just think about that for a minute when you're trying to imagine how you're going to set up your living room or anything else. Uh, and then yeah, there's some saying. rooms that have multiple openings on every wall. Our kitchen... Has one, two, three, four, five, six openings. Oh, no, seven. There's windows. Duh. And so it's like, good Lord, dude. There's no place to put anything without blocking something. And yeah, you don't realize it whenever it's empty. You're like, oh my gosh, this place is so cool. Look at it. And then you put it's like a couch and a TV in the living room. You're like, God damn. Well, uh, openings. Do you mean like windows and doors? Yeah. You mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so like, it's, you know, in my living room, I've got this big giant walkthrough to the next room, which is the dining room. A window, another window, the front door, the double doors into the kids' room. And I mean, it's like the, you're, it, the places you can put a television are extremely limited. And let's face mm-hmm. it, if you don't have a TV, there's no point in having a living room because right. how do you live without TV? Right. <laughs> but you know what we should do, man? What we should do is talk about how Father's Day went and set it up with this little thing right here. <laughs> Bravo, thanks for that theme, man. I hope you're doing well. I haven't like talked to you in a while. Um, but yeah. Anyway, it's always good to hear it. I did not get the controller that I was hoping for, but I will go first and tell you what I did get <laughs> was the one Black Series Bad Batch figure that Amanda could find in the wild. And that was the uh, the Trooper. It wasn't even one of the Bad Batch guys. <laughs> the, the, like, Dark Trooper or whatever? Yeah. 
not yeah. not, dark brown, really, what they're called. And, but and she she's like, I really, you know, if I see another one out, I'll get it, get it for you. I really wanted to get you one of the clones, and I said, listen, order it on Amazon, just get it. Yeah, and and then I look, and oh no, you're not going to get them for list price on there, not at all, sir. So I went to Hasbro, boom, in stock, Hunter, boom, in stock, tech for the list. So. There you what about, go. What about Wrecker Boom. and Crosshair? Are they on there? Wrecker, the pre-order is was up and it is sold out everywhere. The pre-order. Yeah. 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 I I imagine that would be a very popular toy. Like he's yeah. a, he, he's he's very much a toy character. <laughs> but yeah. For sure. Anything man. else? Anything else, Strathers? Um, I got some Reese's peanut butter cuffs that were pretty rad. But well, I mean, that's what that's all a man needs. Yeah, they <laughs> were they were pretty great. But no, past that, man, I didn't get I didn't get anything. But it was a great Father's Day, nonetheless. It was, uh, yeah, it was very sweet. I've got a good family. But what about you? Who wants to go next? You want to go ahead, Dallas? Sure. I'm gonna put in the chat right now what I got because I forgot it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to show it to you. I bought myself the Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett Slave One, baby. Nice. Oh. That's the vintage series, right? Yes. Now, this is how I procured it. My buddy Jesse pre-ordered it, forgot about it. It showed up, and he's like, I'm going to sell it. Where should I sell it? And I go, what are you going to sell it for? 20 bucks over list? Dude, I'll just buy it from you. I want that thing. That's rad. <laughs> so I'm opening it up. It's going to be on display, baby. I'm pretty excited. Dude, that's a good call. I, I would get that. Right? I mean, I, I'm not a three and three quarter inch collector, but the vehicles, man, I'm all over them. The vehicles are my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, because I'm going to have, I've got the sail bards. I'm going to have the Razor Crest. And having that slave one would be cool. I I really do the um the vintage series figures are have really come a long way. They look pretty darn good. And uh having some of those other toys and especially since I have so much room. Like the black series ships are cool, but good lord, mm-hmm. they're big. Mm. Yeah, they're ridiculous, but man, I love my snow speeder. It might be my favorite vehicle, man. Yeah. I love walkers. So that's a lot. That's saying a lot. They need to make a six-inch black series, true to scale, ATAT, right? And then I'd buy the fuck. It'd be five thousand dollars, and I'd still buy it. They need to make a true to scale, Jack specific big figs, ATAT. (laughs) (laughs) And then build those and put them in their yard. (laughs) They need to make the thirty-one inch scale Jack specific big figs, Death Star. True to life size. Lord. That'd be the size of our moon. That's what I was going to say. There already is one. It's the moon. That's no space station. That's a moon. I I had somebody purchase a car from me about a week ago, and something went out on it that, you know, just kind of, it just the luck of it went out where it wasn't something you could detect ahead of time it was going to go wrong. And it wasn't a very expensive thing, just a window regulator. And uh, the lady calls me up and she's like, we we fix it. And I said, yeah, we'll fix it. And we, we go and throw a new one in there. And she calls me three days later. And she's like, the new one broke. And I go, or a week later, she calls me up. She goes, the new one broke. And I go, well, it lasted longer than this star. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's probably like, yeah, yeah, real, real funny, nerd. Fix it. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, actually, luckily, the place I get my parts from, they warranty the stuff, so they just replaced it. And it's not a labor. I, it's something I can do myself. It's, it's yeah. an easy job to do. It lasted longer than the Death Star, and it killed more people than the Death Star did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about you, Cruiser? What'd you get? Um, I had a, I had a, I had a pretty good Father's Day because I have a <clears throat> awesome wife. She, uh, first of all, made an awesome French toast uh, breakfast with hash browns. Oh, bacon, you got which breakfast? Is always a always a win. What? Yeah, and um, she and she and the kids made me some cards, and she she uh, my this is my favorite part of the whole day was was also put in the chat here, um, is a. Uh, she she drew me a card and it said from the kids on the inside of course but like it's coming through taking a sweet ass time but uh it's totally like a card you would be probably seen in like a, a a gift shop or whatever but like it's it's she she drew it so it's like 20 times better even though oh, it's like cool oh cool <laughs> yeah she's like yeah <laughs> you're the mandalorian i'm like oh you're such the sweetest damn thing ever woman and That's cute. uh yeah, <laughs> and uh, and another thing, she, the other thing she got me was a fucking awesome flat, a flat, uh, flat iron grill for the outside. That looks nice, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, that I've is been pretty I, neat. I've wanted like like my fa- like <laughs> sound kind of weird. One of my favorite employments I ever had was was uh, uh, just because I, it's, it's like a weird like like monotonous task that I like doing was flipping burgers. I don't know why. Like at Wendy's, Dude, we all have those things, man. Like like you know how you know how Wendy's they have those square patties, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And there there was a thing called a four corner press. You had to press press each corner. Yeah, it was yeah. a whole freaking deal. I was just gonna say you're gonna press some burgers on that bitch. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I fucking smashed the shit out of them. But like they... Uh, Are you going to like put the onions down first and then put the meat oh, on yeah. top of oh, that? That is awesome oh, when people oh, yeah. do that. Oh, yeah. oh, I got so a whole good. plan. I got to season it up first and get all the utensils mm. and stuff for it. But yeah. Um, but Cooking like... with Chef Luke here. But like... But like... But like... I've even noticed like over the last like 10, 15 years, like the burgers have changed a little bit. Wendy's is because they no longer have them like being pressed by humans. They have these big clamshell things. That, that they, and they got down. bought out by Arby's. Yeah. Yeah. But like the anyways. worst fast food chain. We've already discussed this. <laughs> but anyways, I've always wanted a, um, uh, a, fl- a, a flat top, like, but like I was like, man, I always wondered how how, how we get one like in the kitchen. Like our kitchen's way not big enough, and that might require its own range and everything else. And and I was just like, man. And then all of a sudden, like the last couple of years, these outside ones started getting big. I was like, oh fuck, it's my time. It's my time now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's my time. And 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 my I time. and I've been just mentioning it forever. Like I'm like Rachel, you just need to go and just go ahead and buy me one of these. Pre, please and thank you. I am unemployed. I appreciate it. Go buy me a flat flat stuff. And so and so she finally just she like. She's like, hey, I got you a present for Father's Day, but I can't pick it up. It's in the car. I need you to come get it. <laughs> so, like, okay, I went out there and it was a big ass, heavy ass box. You know, I mean, the, the whole the whole top's big, solid piece of steel and everything else. Oh, is, yeah. Know. I bet that shit weighed 500 pounds, man. No, nah, it, it was about probably about 150, 200 pounds in the box, but it's still, it was just, it's heavy. Anyways. It took, me about, it took about three or four hours to put that fucker together because they disassemble it so far, all that sheet metal and all that shit. Mm. I had to bend some of it out and put it put it right. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, yeah, it was really awesome, and I really appreciate it. But one more thing, and it was – I got it before Father's Day, but I got it for myself like preemptively for Father's Day. On on uh, May the 4th, when all that stuff happened, I bought uh, – 
this this cool three set of posters i talked about it forever ago they finally came in oh they took a while man that was forever ago well they're like they're like actually like screen printed posters and they're uh, like limited edition onto a canvas no 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 they're they're like anyways they're, they were they were rolled really tightly in here so hang on one second so like this is the first one. I mean, you can see oh, it or not. Hell yeah! That's a Return of the Jedi, and then they they and they they all have this this theme to them, right? Where they have like the lightsaber fight in the middle, and they have the big baddie at the top, and like another like dramatic mm. scene in the bottom. Like the, I I think it's the closing scene of each movie. Um, this one. So for everybody listening, the last one had the Emperor's Sheev at the top. And then it had like Vader and Luke fighting in the Death Star throne room, and it's then got, the funeral pyre. Th- this one's got Tarkin at the top. It's got the the Ben Kenobi <sighs> Vader fight, and it's got the twin sons the bottom and with the, that with the classic logo. I love that 77 logo. Seventy-seven logo. By the way, you show that to Emily Lynn, and she's going to be hot for teacher. No, I, I think she bought it. Oh, I'm not surprised. I should have just assumed that. That's my bad. And then. And then uh, the Empire Strikes Back one, which is my wife's favorite one. It's got Vader at the top. Oh, the, dude, ooh. that hella sick. With, with, with the classic lightsaber top, and it's got the galaxy. Shot the galaxy the with Luke and Leia in front of it is the coolest part of that. Not that the other stuff isn't cool, but that yeah. is killer. Yeah, and so they're like a weird size. They're like 12 by 36 or something. You so should just I'm make get, a custom frame. Yeah, well, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to buy it. Oh, I'd make it. I'm just that guy. Um, I was the kid at seven years old that would watch old Yankee Workshop on PBS. Well, I, I would like to make them. Um, I just don't have the tools available to make nice ones. So, yeah. yeah, I could make something that you could put it in, but it yeah, wouldn't be desirable or aesthetically pleasing. A yeah. carpenter, I am not, buddy. I can troubleshoot and do like automation and the electrical stuff but good lord when it comes to the simplest of uh oh, household man. projects Wish i lived near you it. i could help you i've ruled that shit <laughs> i'm like fucking bob vila man <laughs> i yeah no but speaking it, it was of a- old pbs personalities i got <laughs> old yankee workshop and bob vila reference <laughs> in not even a 15 minute moment dude norma <laughs> abrams was the king dude he's the king but yeah, it was it was a great Father's Day, man. I, I Rachel and I are like I said many times on the show. We're not really big on like celebrating holidays and stuff like that. But like it was just you know like for for Mother's Day, like we like made her stuff and like whatever else because like I never I didn't like I said because when I'm not working, like I feel weird about like spending a bunch of money on something. I'm like here, I bought something with your money. Here you go. You know what I mean? Like. It's, it's like <laughs> Oh, so, dude, I'm not going to have any shame. When my wife becomes a teacher and she gets that government teacher insurance, I'm like, when's my hip surgery and knee surgery? Let's go in. Dude, <laughs> I saw the money for the deductible, right? <laughs> some video that was like when my wife makes six figures and it's a guy like just running after her as she's getting ready for work, you know, putting her slippers on her feet and handing her <laughs> coffee and unlocking the door and stuff. And I'm like, that'd be me, man. Uh-huh. I could definitely oh, me too, be bro. Kept, man. Yeah. I mean, because I'll tell you now, Amanda, like, she didn't have any problem with spending money on. Of course, I, let me rephrase that. She won't hesitate to spend money on something like the fact that I am the primary breadwinner by a solid chunk doesn't bother her a bit. 
She's yeah. more just cheap overall. Uh-huh. You know, oh, yeah. she never my does wife anything is, for herself. My wife is super cheap. And so when I had uh, gotten us into a, a little bit more debt than I wanted to, and we were, knew we were selling the house, she was like, can I take over the money? And I'm like, yes, you were cheap. <laughs> I, this is going to be painful for me, not you. <laughs> so I'm on an allowance. It sucks. But anyway. <laughs> Do you get anything else, Cruiser? Yeah, man. Uh, I didn't. It was a, but it was, a, it was a great day. Uh, all my kids made, made me cards too. My son made Aww. me a card, but he's like, he he's when, when he get, when, the, when the kids gave me their cards, he's like, mine's not ready yet, and he's still not finished it. So I think I'm never gonna see that card. <laughs> oh, oh man, I saw uh, that grill that that picture you sent, and I'm like, man. Oh, oh wait. Cru- I want to go to Cruisers and make some street tacos with that flat iron. Damn, that would be good. Uh, my uh, my uh, uh, kids' uh, school, like, like you know, daycares or whatever, pre Ks, whatever. They always make presents for Father's Day and Mother's Day, and, and this is from my this is from Leia. It says I love Dad. It's little like this little like cookie you're not, you're not supposed to eat, supposed to keep forever. And then this other one, this block it with my little daughter on there. <laughs> she, she, she colored all over the back, of course. Aww. And it says. It says and they and they they always ask him a question and they, they answer like 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 when they're little kids she goes what do you love to do with dad and Lily says I play with him <laughs> Aww. a nice a nice two year old response that's cute Ugh. though you know what though like when they grow older you almost miss I I miss like they start to be old enough they start to leave like London's at football camp this week and I am missing him so hard. I can go out of town for work for three days like I did last week, and I don't like. But when they leave the house and you come home and they're not there, oh my god! I, I you guys will maybe know when. I bet they that get is to a that weird age. feeling. It's a you know he went down to a college down in southern Utah because he's he's the varsity starting DN now this season as a sophomore, which is super impressive. And by the way, I had nothing to do. It's all him. He it's all his hard work. I just sat back and watched. But anyway, um, we're just missing him. And like normally, like he and I will like text like TikToks to each other and funny memes. And because he's doing three a days and two scrimmages, he has no time to talk to me. So it's like actually oh, extra. Yeah. So I'm like, ah. And we said to him, well, call us at nine o'clock. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm recording the show then. Okay. I'll have to wait till Tuesday. Oh, man. I'm just <laughs> like, ah, missing that dude. I mean, it would be the same way for my daughter, too. If she, you know, she did theater camp today, too. It's like so funny when they get older, they all want to do camp in like summer. I, we, I was never a camp kid growing up. Yeah, I went to summer camp one year and that was the end of that. I uh, <laughs> I had a good time, was it, but was it a stay there camp? Like you yeah. say, they're like, the, yeah. Yeah, my yeah. daughter's is we have to drive her and then pick her up. It's at a yeah. theater, local, local community theater. My kid goes to a, a, a summer day camp at uh, this this place called Saraland Park. It's a big big park, and it's got a it's got a pool right next to where he goes. So he goes swimming every day. He is like tan as can be. He's been there for like two or three weeks, and he's just like tan, looking <laughs> tan like a summer boy. boy and Grand Cayman. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's just yeah. My wife tans really well, and and, she, and he he definitely inherited that. It's funny. My daughter got the. Portuguese skin out of my wife's side of the family. And so she tans really good, but she's super blonde. So it looks kind of like not, it's unusual. Like, like <laughs> I, I had someone say once, does she spray tan? I'm like, Nope, that's just, she goes <laughs> super dark. That look at it. There's nothing coming off. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. 
<laughs> yeah, we the, we're talking about Star Wars, right? We went from uh, toys yeah. to like, hey, our kids, Eventually. Do this, our kids, blah blah blah. <laughs> Father's Day, man. So, if anybody does see that wrecker available for pre-order, if that pops back up, and you want to give me one, like completely free, uh, feel free. I am all about that life. I will take one and. You know, I'll pretend like it's Father's Day the day I get it, and I'll call you son or daughter, however <laughs> it works out. But get me one. <laughs> and sp- speaking of Wrecker, we got a new episode of The Bad Batch, but we also have some live action television news, including the second episode of Loki, right? But before we get to that, uh, AV, the AV Club website they interviewed leslie headland who if you'll recall she is the showrunner for the acolyte Mm -hmm. and it's man it's a pretty interesting read that some people have decided to like take offense at i guess but one of the things that she has going on is uh she said the best star wars is the one you make up yourself where, which I think that's a really cool take on it. And basically what she's talking about is, you know, she's a huge Star Wars fan. She has been her whole life. But she is like wanting people who don't have the same experience as her and who don't necessarily agree with everything she says and think like her. And that's pretty commendable for a property like this because you do, it'd be very easy to just like, continue to ride into the sunset and follow the exact formula that that everything we've had up till now is doing. But to go and take chances like that, I think that's really, really cool. And I, I'm not sure what the real projected release of that show is going to be, but man, after reading the article, it can't get here soon enough because I think the subject matter is cool. I think Leslie Headland's cool and her bluntness or bluntness, her honesty in this this interview is pretty cool. It's definitely worth a look. Yeah, I saw that pop up. I didn't get a chance to read it, but she she's always I feel like she said something similar to that in the past about um, the best Star Wars is 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 the one you make up yourself. I, I feel like she she said something similar to that before in like a red carpet thing or something when it first was announced that she was doing something. I think this is even before it was announced she was doing the the acolyte. I think it was like she's developing a project. We didn't know what it was, and she kind of mentioned that something like that. But it's a I think to me it's a good mindset. I don't see there's anything wrong with it. it it's it's it it it. It's for me. It shows that you care. I, I, you know what I mean. Like, it, like that that you want to put forth some creative effort into this property. I think that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. So, as far as like the overall subject matter of this, and to get to like see a pervasive darkness in your main character, I think will be almost had a lot of fun. I don't think "fun's" the exact word I'm looking for in this, but the concept of the show. Sounds great. I mean, obviously, everything else does too. This Obi Wan thing, it's going to be the concept of that. Sounds great. I, I don't know. There's just something about the the acolyte that really sticks out for me. I've heard several people say that that's the one that they mm-hmm. were most excited about. And Woodrow, I know that's a big one for you. I can't hear you. We can, can you hear, hear me now. 
I, yeah, I must have tapped something on the keyboard. I'm sorry. My bad. What were yeah. you saying? I said, life ain't nothing but bitches and money. Oh, my <laughs> God. You said that, and I didn't well, No, that's not what he said. <laughs> what, I, what I said was a lot of people have mentioned that the acolyte is the thing that they find themselves like most intrigued by and looking forward to the most. And I know that this was a big one for you, right? Okay, so let me just answer the question. You can start from there. How about that? For the stupid technical difficulty. My bad. All right. Well, I think the reason people are most excited about it, because there's, I I don't know if there was a rumor out there or just people's speculation leads them to think that this will be the explanation for how Emperor Palpatine became to be Emperor Palpatine. Something along those lines, just a, but this a, or just how the or maybe just how the Sith reemerged. Exactly. So, I mean, for me, and probably a little bit for you, Luke, that there's that feeling of, oh man, I'm a little nervous because I love Darth Plagueis so much. <laughs> if they're going to mm-hmm. destroy that story, and or you know, are we going to get that payoff to where Eric has to like the book? Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what there there will be no has involved there. Okay, there just no. won't be. No, no he read the book. I'll, he did his due diligence. He yep. did. All joking I did. aside, I mean, if it destroys that book, great. But as long as it's a yeah. great story and we enjoy it, man, it like it, that's the thing. Here's about the thing: legends, the book's destroyed but, because it's yeah. not canon. It's it, not canon, but there's yeah. always holding out hope, you know, because yeah. they haven't done it yet, and now they're about to do it, and it's going to be different. And I need to remember that it's going to be their interpretation. I don't work for Lucasfilm. I'm not going to write it if it's different than what I expect. But at the same hand, when I say this, I don't have any expectations. Apologize for my phone being on. God damn it! Um, having a stellar night tonight. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Long story short, like I just, sorry, I'm all off track. Um, I I think it's going to be great because it'll add to the mythology of the Sith that we haven't been getting. We just, the only thing we really know about them is that they want to rule the galaxy all powerful and they, and they want to be more powerful and the apprentice is going to, crave the power and the master is going to control it and he you know well, we're assuming this is how it's going to go we don't we have absolutely no real idea so yeah like, no real just, idea so so it, it may have nothing to do with any of that stuff but and it if it doesn't be, well like well like with eric with what with what you were mentioning about the about the 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 the, the lead being taken by by somebody who's quote-unquote evil or whatever like on the dark side of things um as we've been seeing for years now there's been this constant buildup of the blurring of the lines between good and evil like what what it happens like they, they've even they've even they've even come as come as far as to say it in something recently i think it might have been loki where they were where they said something about like like you everybody has this this idea of what good and bad is and when it basically when it comes down to it they it, it's it's all perception and but like it, it, they they've been building up to this idea of blurring the lines, everything else. You got Ben Solo and all that good shit. So like, I think for a long time, a lot of us have said that we didn't want to see that. Like maybe like the the a TV show solely based around a bad guy would get old after a while, or like not quite have the same payoff that we are used to with quote unquote good characters. And I think when we're 
because it's not just Star Wars and Marvel is doing this. A lot of other franchises are like focusing on the bad guys and what they would do and how they view things. And it's kind of opening up this idea that we can experience their side of things without getting that that heroic payoff we're used to at the end. You know what I mean? Right. And I, and, and I think it's I think it's okay to to look into that, but it took a while for me to accept that thought too. And I I, I think this is really going to push it over the edge. And I'm I'm excited to see it. Um, in that vein, uh, have you guys watched Breaking Bad? I'm sure you have. I have not. I have, of course. I mean, it it starts out like Walt is a good guy, but he eventually ends up a bad guy. I wonder if it might be something like that. Maybe. Uh, I'm looking forward to a space meth. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, dude. Um, The (laughs) one of my favorite things to say. Is on this show anyway. Is that nobody thinks that they're the bad guy? Yeah, it, it, an evil genius's evil plan. They are typically going to refer to it as the plan. Yeah. yeah, they don't mention evil anywhere because in their frame of reference, they're their the mind, good guy. Their worldview. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're not. They're not cracking their knuckles to say, "Here's my evil p- plan." I hope the bad, the good guys don't thwart it. You know what I mean? Like it's. <laughs> um, speaking of meth, have you guys seen this show on Sci-Fi? And I just <laughs> discovered it called Z Nation. That zombie no. show. I've no. heard of it, but I've never seen it. Well, I, I loved The Walking Dead, but there was a brief moment of two seasons where the writing was awful and it was hard to watch. And I think it took itself too seriously by like the middle to the end of it, you know, and it was all about like twisting your heartstrings all the time. You know what I mean? This yeah. show has been a pleasant uh, break from that. And it's like how it's like kind of a mix between the good, like lightheartedness, but also seriousness of Walking Dead, but all the fun of Zombieland. Uh huh. So at one point in the show, this guy gets kidnapped and he has the ability, and I won't explain, I don't want to spoil it for you, but he basically zombies don't go after him. Like they ignore him. And so these people discover this, they kidnap him to go into a pharmaceutical lab to steal all the Oxycontin, all the stuff that they can sell and or that they can trade, you know, for goods because it's apocalypse, right? And they happen to run into meth zombies and Viagra zombies. so good they don't show they do a good job of not showing it because it is on like regular cable and they they don't drop any actually it's just gory that's the only reason it's like a mature show they actually do a good job of like no cussing and stuff but they like are looking through the binoculars like is that what i'm looking at he passes to the next person what serious Wait, they must make erection t- erectile dysfunction drugs. Wow, I never saw zombies do that before. <laughs> when I guess, I guess because they're dead, it just stays that way. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, they didn't see a doctor after four hours. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so you should check Eric's that show out. I really enjoy over here. I wish you guys could see his face. He's just like, "What is my life?" <laughs> yeah, it's basically exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> I actually think you'd like the show, man. There's some funny. This is a lot of good jokes. It's just a lot of fun little. It's right your. It's right in your wheelhouse. I think you dig it. When you said speaking of meth, I'm like, good lord, if he mentions my neighbors, I might because <laughs> they made a noise. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of, 
real quick, Eric, shows you like you like animated shows and shit like that, like the the adult animated shows. Have you have you watched Rick and Morty yet? Oh, baby, the the new no. season came out. Oh yeah, I I just now started watching it. Like I, I I never really seen it before, but I I didn't have like I didn't have cable forever, and I didn't I didn't have the streaming services that streamed it. So like I got HBO Max now, and so the first. The first four seasons are three seasons. How many seasons are up there? Is this the fourth season or fifth, fifth season right now? This is the first episode of the fifth. Well, they got the first four seasons and the first new episode, I think, on HBO Max. Yeah. So I've been like binging through. I'm 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 all, I'm like I'm like halfway through the second season already. Oh yeah, like, you're not to my favorite episode yet. No, it's 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 really good. And I was the whole, whole time I was watching. I was like, man, I bet this goes right up Eric's alley. Oh, he'd like, love it. it because I mean, because like, because he loved. I mean, seriously. I mean, every single one of those, those like South Park, Simpsons, like Family Guy, like it fits all those molds. But then just throws some crazy space shit at you. Eric, it's, it's, there's an episode where Rick has developed a, a Rick the grandpa, who's the mad scientist genius, has developed an entire planet. Just he found a planet that he put a single toilet on so he could take a shit by himself alone in this planet. <laughs> and someone takes a shit on the toilet and he spends the entire episode trying to find out who that motherfucker is so he can get revenge on this guy. <laughs> okay, that does speak to me. I could get behind that. Oh, you'd love Rick. And Justin Roiland, the creator who is also the voice for Rick. When he does drunk Rick, he has a specific number of alcohol he has before he does the. Sh- <laughs> he really is drunk when he does the recording. It's quite yeah. impressive considering he's pretty drunk sounding. Yeah. Yeah, getting that sweet spot. Yeah. No, but it's 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 really good. I've been binging the shit out of it. It's really it's really it's really good time. But anyways, um, on to the next thing. <laughs> well, speaking of being drunk, <laughs> drunk, drunk with power. Okay. In live action television, while we're still talking about that, Loki had a new episode. And uh, so, okay, listen, it's pretty trippy. My wife, I mentioned this after the first episode, and it's even more so now. She's not sure what to do with it. She loves Marvel stuff, but she's like, uh, uh, what now? (laughs) But in this particular episode, I thought the action was great. The dialogue between the characters really worked out. The Just the whole idea behind the thing. The music, so good. Yes. I really dig that. Uh, I've, the, we only have four episodes left, right? They said it's six? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Ugh. only six. So... What's going to be the resolve here? I I'm not sure. So the I I saw a TikTok recently where somebody was like this, and they were kind of going through the episodes that they've shown and kind of what's happening in relation to what has happened in the comics. Uh-huh. So one of the timekeepers is going to end up being a bad guy in one oh. of the other Marvel films. Oh. So I think it's oh. connecting into that. It's oh my god! I forgot his name. He's a he's a big bad guy too. I can't yeah, remember I can't name. remember his name either. But he's a reptilian guy. <sighs> but they're going to use that guy because Loki's clear goal here that they're telegraphing is that he wants to meet the timekeepers and he wants to like rule the TVA or whatever. Like do his is it you know, Kang? Is it Kang? 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 Kang the Conqueror? I think it is. I I think I think that's his name. But I because, can't remember which 
movie because that it was tying to. I Doctor feel Strange, like maybe? I feel like it's Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's so right. they're saying like Doctor Strange, the enemy he's going to fight in the new Doctor Strange movie is going to be this timekeeper. I mean, it's the, 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 all these freaking shows are obviously funneling right to that Doctor Strange. So, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's interesting. And with the well, reveal of what happened in this episode, like I'm just going to say it with the end, with the, with the, with the female Loki, apparently the female Loki is a thing in the comics too. Oh, yeah, she so, is. Yeah. So, like, so there's going to be this whole, you know, come to Jesus moment with them, obviously at some point. So I don't really know what's going to happen there. There was, there was some kind of trailer, some point where you saw them like talking to each other, some, some space and time. Um, but like, that's about it. But I thought that whole concept of hiding within time, right before a natural disaster that nothing can change the outcome of was a brilliant little, 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 little thing. Like, you know, like, it was a nice little. It was, it was a cool idea, and and <laughs> the the hiding in Alabama right before the hurricane, and then uh, what 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 the hell, is Pompeii? When it, when it, when they oh, when they went to, to Pompeii, Pompeii, he was dicking around, changing yeah. like the timeline supposedly. Yeah, and of course he he, he goes he goes run my horn friends. He let the goats get away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Loki, the god of mischief. Oh, and he's yeah. knocking over shit and all this. Yeah. Nothing matters. And then, and then if you noticed, <laughs> he kind of had a little bit of a Tony Stark from the original Iron Man moment when the volcano goes off. Oh, he does yeah. the thing like Tony yeah, Stark yeah. does. That yeah. was pretty cool. I loved that little callback right there. Well, um, I like I, I, I like also the uh, side the the side Loki smile that he gives. Um, uh, the the oh, what what are they called the the deviations of loki what are they called variants variant variants yeah yeah when when the variants like going into different people and he goes and, and she goes into the and she goes into the uh the um the female uh guard or uh time cop and the and she turns around and looks at him and gives him that smile too <laughs> and they they do it to each other that that that's that's that that signature loki smile for yeah. some reason that, that for some reason that just like tickled my fancy too when you guys were watching that hurricane and you found out it was in Alabama, did you not have a small moment where you're like, oh, I hope the Oz was okay during that? <laughs> <laughs> Came to my mind when that when they said that they had to go to an apocalyptic event <laughs> and it happened to be in Alabama. I'm like, whoa, word. I'm pretty sure Hawes is in, in the northern part of the state, though. I could be wrong. He's in Birmingham, isn't he? Yeah. Was that the middle? Yeah. I got no idea. Pretty sure a hurricane would affect that. I thought Maybe. that it, like his um like need for approval and his I, I guess like letting his guard down as far as being showing his emotional need for him to be the best one. But also with the meeting the timekeepers, you know, that's his big goal in this whole thing. But there was a line where Owen Wilson is talking to the one lady who has all the stuff collected. And Mm -hmm. he's talking about how for the analyst that you got on the side, she said something that made me wonder if they're just not, the timekeepers are just gone. 
mm, whether she's dead or whatever. Because she's like, oh my gosh, they're so busy. I, uh-huh. whew, I've never seen him work so hard. After he's like, I've never met him. I've been here forever. I uh, I wonder if they'll ever show like a perf- what am I trying to say here? If they'll ever show them in action in this show or if it's going to be not until we get Doctor Strange. It's mm. a fair question. I I mm. I I feel like they got to show something like of them. Like it's surely I mean they only have 6 episodes. Uh, the, I don't know. At, at, at least if if the whole Kang the Conqueror thing is true and like they get, I think they got at least got to show him like a split or like show one splitting off from the group of three or something. Like they got to well, show something. I've been thinking about that and I can't recall the seventies Marvel comic I read when I was a kid that had this storyline in it or a version of this storyline. But I seem to recall that he killed the other two. Hmm. And that, he had taken off, and that's why they were hiding the fact that nobody could meet the timekeepers because they aren't really there. So they're like, you know, that movie from the 90s, Dave, where Kevin Klein plays the president, and he's really just kind of like a dude that owns a like <laughs> temp agency that looks like the president doesn't act on weekends. You know what I mean? Like, so maybe they'll have like somebody standing in that's <laughs> not really the timekeepers. It'd be kind of funny if they did something like that. <laughs> I I did like how the episode started where, you know, with the time travel element and apparently their ability to geographically travel at the same time. When it opens up and it's like the medieval England. Yeah. And then it shows that it's in, where was it? Wisconsin wasn't a 1985 Renaissance fair. Or some shit. Yeah, but it but just that it was in whatever town it was, and you realize it's mm-hmm. a Renaissance fair, and the time cops show up, and the one lady's like, "Uh, you're dressed wrong." Yeah, listen, <laughs> some of us need this. Yeah, I thought I thought good. that was a very subtle, very nice choice. It was I, quiet too. It's like yeah, some of us need this, like that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. By so, the way, Kang, Kang, sorry, Kang the Conqueror supposed to be an Ant Man. Three. That's what it was. Ant Man and yeah. Wasp. And also people are speculating that the TVA is in the microverse. Because time moves differently. They keep mentioning in, how in the quantum realm. Yeah, quantum realm. Sorry. Quantum yeah. realm. Hmm. You know what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole idea that there's this timeline that essentially everybody still has free will, but this timeline is completely decided. And if you deviate from it, we're killing you. Yeah, uh, that doesn't feel like there's such a thing as free will, <laughs> <laughs> because they're showing up and telling you, "Guess what? You did it wrong." Now, another thing they've got going on in the show is the number of opportunities they give Loki to explain to you, the viewer, what's going on. Yeah. So you've got the beginning where he's you know, studying the the whatever and the the w- clock-looking waffle character. Yeah, yeah, it's like a video, but it interacts with him, and he's like, are, are you alive? <laughs> yeah, sure. By the way, that that um, it's a Miss Minutes is what, it's, what that character's name is, Miss Minutes. Miss she Minutes. is voiced by Tara Strong, who is the voice of Rainbow Dash. 
I'm sorry, not Rainbow Dash, Twilight Sparkle. Oh, oh yeah, the My Little, Little Pony. Pony huh? Yeah, is that who also voices Harley Quinn? I could be wrong. I think uh, so. I think so. That I do I, not know. I actually think Luke's right. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I've watched both connected. animated shows, and I seem to think they sound the same. I don't know. They're similar, I should say. She's don't want to piss any voice, voice actors off out there. You have a craft. You're actors. I didn't call you voice clowns. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. She she she's been in, she was in one of the Batman shows. I don't know if it was. Um, she might have been Catwoman. Mm, no. No. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. She 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 was definitely definitely a Harley Quinn. Yep. Ah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Did no. You're fine. Did we miss any pieces of it? Trying to think if there was some other thing I felt like I was going to bring up, but I, I thought I thought it was kind of when they came, like they were talking about all the apocalypses on Earth. Remember? And they're like Whoa. the 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 all the swallows died in 2048. Like, oh yeah, that was bad. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, they well, they kept saying it was like one after another, like between nineteen, like, like twenty forty fifty. There was like a super yeah. tsunami in there. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, they're like they're like they're like trying to predict what's going to happen in <laughs> in thirty years. Oh my god, twenty fifties in thirty years. That's nuts. Oh my god. Good lord. I, I I just had just had a realization. God damn it, Dallas, you son of a bitch. I was <laughs> talking to my neighbors, my new neighbors today, and they were talking about uh, two thousand eight. Something like that. 2006. That's what it yeah. was. Because they were talking about like one of their kids is getting ready to turn this old, right? Mm. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. That's <laughs> getting to be like 15, 16 years ago, whatever they're talking about. And I was 15. like, what? Uh, are you sure it wasn't like three years ago? Because it feels yeah. like three years ago. My son was born in 2006. That was the year Rachel and I got together. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Fucking forever, man. Amazing how it flies by, huh? Two years Dang. after I graduated. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> just, let's just not talk about it. My, everything hurts all the time on me. <laughs> my everything hurts. My knees hurt. My brain hurts. Uh, the The thing, I got a finger on this hand that the knuckle's always been swollen, right? Yeah. Well, it remember me telling you guys of what like, I had this has been months now. I swatted at my kids. And I mean I didn't hit them. I just like swatted yeah. my hand out there to try to, like you would with a cat claw on the furniture. Yeah. And the yeah. whipping motion, as soon as it happened, I'm like, oh uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Something's wrong. Something's wrong with my brain finger. And it was taking forever to finally feel better. And then it did, and then it hurt again, and back and forth. So I'm like, I got to make an appointment. I call this hand surgeon. Or my my primary care doctor referred me to this, this uh, plastic surgeon specializing in like hand injuries. It turns out an injury that I got in my senior year of high school, which in my mind was maybe 12 years ago. <laughs> it was not 12 there. years ago, by the way. It was... <laughs> 50 years ago. <laughs> but anyway, I sustained an injury at that point, And like, I have a little 
broken piece of bone where the ligament that goes across either side of your knuckle goes. And so Uh she goes, look, and she had me a hand flat and she grabs the end of this finger and it's like from the first knuckle, it's able to go too far to the side. She goes, yeah, that's not supposed to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I bring that up to say it doesn't seem like that long ago that that injury happened. But in reality, it was a long ass time ago. (laughs) 30 years. Yeah, that makes we're, me real. We're, we're the we're, we're the we're the timekeepers when you need them. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no kidding. Put one of those like little bug juice bottles down and push the top for me, please. You know that like gas station kids soda? It's like called bug juice or yummy uh-huh. tummy or whatever. That's what those things look like to me. <laughs> that should that should be called sugar in a, cu- in a plastic cup. Yeah. What it should be called? You'd think we couldn't fit six cups of sugar in here, but we did it. <laughs> We did. It's called a super suspension. Uh, it's super saturation. If you if you ever uh, in science class had to study how they make glass candy. Oh, yep, yep. Because what they do is they super saturate the the liquid with sugar to the point where it manages by essentially magic. It's black magic. Uh, that's the scientific explanation. And then it's got more dissolved in it than it should be able to have and then they interrupt it with any foreign object the process and then boom it's just like glass glass candy we just made glass candy it, that's what's going on here what do they interrupt it with what do you mean like you'll drop a sh- like so you've got this this if, this liquid that is so full of dissolved sugar and food coloring but because you have to get it to a particular temperature where like basically the voodoo happens and it can yeah. you can dissolve more in it than you should be able to at any other temperature. And then they'll say like, like they'll dip a string in it. Oh. And the string like shocks the the process yeah. out of happening and instantly yeah. turns it into glass. Wow. Glass candy. I wanna say it's like above 180 Fahrenheit. Yeah, dude, I can't remember. I can't remember I like hard know. crack or softball. But like, but like it's just it's just the thing thermometer. That that had to be an accident. Yeah, like, somebody like, somebody like, forgot like how something. Else did he figure that out, right? Somebody forgot something on a stove, and then like a string dipped their shirt fell in on accident. Somewhere. Yeah, dipped the <laughs> shoelace or like a hoodie string in there. And went, oh, glass candy. <laughs> I can't get it out of my pot. It's just in there. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Uh, but, yeah, that's what's going on here. There you go. Anyway, um, having the reveal at the end with the girl Loki and all that, that was that was extra rad, and I'm real stoked for it. And I'm wondering what ultimately is going to happen, if there, a team-up is going to be attempted or what. But, anyway, we'll see. Well, and then what if what if – Girl Loki and Man Loki survive, and then we got Lady Thor and Thor. What if what if, what if there's like a a quad team up there? Somehow? Oh yeah, they lead into Ragnarok. I mean, yeah. that film's shooting. So Love and Thunder, Love and Thunder. Man. Oh, not Ragnarok. Yeah, my bad. Ah, love Ragnarok. <laughs> I love that movie. 
Speaking of Ragnarok, I just did an episode of That's Metal about power metal, which if you're uh-huh. not familiar with power metal, just imagine Through the Fire and Flames by Dragon Force from Guitar Hero. That's what everybody knows it from. That's power metal, where it's real happy and like the big vocals and the soaring choruses, and it's a thousand miles fast. But yeah. one of the things that tends to be pervasive in there is like this imagery of like fantasy. Like there's a, a a genre past power metal that's referred to as fantasy metal. Dude, so many of these songs have names that you only hear in Thor movies in the title. <laughs> and one of them was something, something Ragnarok. And I was like, dang, they're, they're not messing around with this. So yeah, if you want to see where all power metal is... Uh, influence just just check out some thor and loki (laughs) yeah yeah but anyhow it's awesome and hopefully i'm i'm looking forward to seeing the rest of it hopefully amanda it'll like catch on and she'll end up loving it but we'll see she either will or she won't it's going to be one of those two but since all we do is watch tv the other thing to talk about is the eighth episode of the bad batch yeah and man yeah oh man yeah all right the triumphant return of cad bane and seeing that tall lanky bastard and they're shooting it just i mean dude it's right out of hey no quick go grab your copy of uh (laughs) the good bad and the ugly we're gonna need it to get him just right and man did they ever yeah, they had all the spaghetti western vibes in this. I, that was the first thing I thought was good, the bad, and the ugly. Clint Eastwood showed up. Yeah. And at first, I wasn't sure that it was the same voice actor. Oh, yeah, it Me wasn't too. either. I was confused the first two. Yeah. yeah. But it is. Just like, but the modulation maybe sounds a little different. That's why I hasn't done it for a long time. I and mean, if you think about it, I mean, the last Cat at Bane episode came out, what, 10 years ago at the like, latest? Uh, oh wait no that's not true because i think they did it's that, close whole, that it's it's close that long ago though they did that obi-wan arc where they killed him and thought told anakin he got killed by this bounty hunter and he played the bounty hunter and it was that whole yeah but i mean there was what was what like a six-year gap between the final season and the sixth season yeah definitely the final season he wasn't in i don't think he was in the final two right no, he wasn't. He wasn't in season seven. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's probably it's probably been a good eight years since he'd done it. Yeah, I was gonna say like eight years. Yeah, ten, eight years somewhere. There. Anyway, he's my favorite Clone Wars created character out of all of them. I really dig oh, yeah. him. You know what I mean? He, I have a shirt with him on it where he's the prominent character. I mean, he's dope. I had to get the figure six inch, and it was just good to see him back. And everybody was like kind of guessing, you know, like. Noah and Corey and Claire and them, they were like, oh, yeah, Cad Bane's going to show up. We can feel it, you know? And I'm like, nah, there he is. I was wrong. Yep. They were right. And I'm glad they were right. (laughs) So Omega has been captured. How did that matter of time? How did that make you feel inside? Well, I'm glad they did that cutaway where they showed the two kimono. How do you say multiple? People from Camino. Have they ever said that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, where they're like, we need our contingency plan and blah, blah, blah. And she's, you know, like, whoa, well, what's your contingency plan, man? 
Like it kind of took the sting off her getting kidnapped a little bit because they're obviously not going to hurt her. Yeah. Well, at least, you, at least you don't want to think they wouldn't hurt her. But I mean, the hopefully don't try to drain her like they did Grogu. Right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> sorry, Eric. Uh, yeah, um, I couldn't like, bear seeing her face making the same face that Grogu's does. Yeah, when he's yeah. getting drained. Then, oh yeah, it's yeah, awful. yeah, yeah. But um, I for some reason I didn't feel super bad because she was with Cad Bane. I was like, yeah, she's sweet. She's with Cad Bane. We're going to get more Cad Bane. <laughs> kind um, of the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it, we, we knew she had to get captured. I mean, it was... It's, oh, it's, yeah. They've been... It's obviously where they had to go. I mean, the... The... I, I'm... 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 I really like all the action sequences with uh, Crosshair too. I thought, I, thought, I thought that was really good too. Oh yeah, like the, the going going through the, the the big engine and using it as a, a weapon to like reignite it and stuff. Like all that was really cool. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna cook him alive for a second, and they, they <laughs> <laughs> he kind of got Darth Vader a little bit. He did. He got. He was the he he was borderline Anakin Skywalker. That's for sure. Um, but I just didn't uh, say, I hate you. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Maybe, 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 maybe he'll be a little more, a little more hoarse sounding now when he talks. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, they definitely didn't manage to to get the get the chip out of his head. And he full on wanting to kill him because they're traitors. But not now. Now, what do they do are 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 are, they, are the clones going to know that they're on that she's on Camino? Are they going to be able to track Cad Bane like? I wonder how that next episode takes off. It's an interesting thought. Yeah, they have or, done a they have done a good job of connecting where they end and not making it feel like necessarily a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You know, and like when they've gone into the next episode, it's they've had continuity with how they continue. So I'd imagine they're going to do a good job with how they figure that out. I mean, I'm sure that is. I'm sure they go right back to the the uh, Trandoshan. Uh, hit boss there <laughs> i'm sure she'll she'll well i heard about something you know you know i well, well. i only saw the episode once and I, you can tell me if you notice this or not did they ever get that stuff they went to dig out of the armory did they load that up in their ship or did that shit just get wasted and trying to get out of there or save both it, they used it to escape okay that's like what the I explosives yeah. yeah so they didn't get any cash from that run no and and wrecker <laughs> Well, he, he goes, I, I am the torpedo, and he threw one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember him chucking that thing. <laughs> yeah. What does he say? Direct hit. I yeah, guess. something like that. <laughs> I was afraid that he was going to get on my nerves at the beginning, but, dude, I love his character now. Yeah, yeah they did a good, good job, especially giving him, like, a serious moment where he wasn't being lighthearted when the chip was controlling him. Kind of yeah. like... That was a good character development to see him in that state. So you could really appreciate what his natural personality is. And he was genuinely upset when he found out Omega was gone too. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's, uh, it's going to be curious to see yeah. how he, he reacts and getting her back. And will they be able to go in and rescue her without just laying waste to every being they encounter along the way? Will they yeah. be diplomatic about it or just let's light Covert. the world on fire kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, it, it it makes you wonder, like, like, are we going to see the end of Camino in this show? Like, <laughs> like, like, 
you know what I mean? Like the the cloners and everything they're doing, like like you feel like you feel like something's got to happen with them eventually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, I mean, they're just there for nothing. Yeah, but well, uh, hopefully, hopefully we won't have to have a trade off. It's like okay, yeah, we'll bring Omega back in the show, but you're gonna have to let Wrecker get killed. <laughs> I, oh yeah, that would suck. It's like now I feel like just yelling at birds in the sky like they're Disney. Just thinking about that. <laughs> Damn you, birds! <laughs> so overall, man, how would you rate the series as a whole? Do you like where it's at and how it got there? Are there any minuses for you? For me, it's your it's your typical week to week um, action adventure. Uh, what what mission are we on this week? Obviously, show, but like it's got some nice heart in there. And I overall, I've been pretty pleased by how it's gone. But I I think I'd, I'd give the show overall like a seven out of ten. Like I, I would I would say it was it was good, but it's never blown me away. You know, so yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if that's just because they don't have enough time in the episode to fill it all in. Mm. I think this is going to be one of those shows that when they're all out, it'll be really good. Like when you see them and you can watch them back to back and you're not waiting a week in between. I mean, this is a, this, this sounds like us when we watched Rebels the first time. A little bit, not to that extent. No, 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 no. We would we would flat out hate on Rebels when we first watched it. Yeah, I, yeah I mean, we were yeah. kind of unkind at times. Yeah, yeah, we were a little too unfair with that show. Yeah. Um, so, but I I don't think it'll be after you watch it. When I say that, I don't think when you watch all these episodes, you'll think it's better than Rebels. At the same time. Mm. I, I yeah I, I don't know I the the, the problem the problem is is that it follows season seven of Clone Wars like that's that's yeah. a bit of a like like I know it's a, it's its own continuation of that story in a way but and and also not at the same time but um it I definitely oh sorry go ahead but I mean but like but like but like follow up all that epic Ahsoka and Darth Maul shit like in 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 that epic end battle with all those ships crash on that that planet and vader coming back at the very end and you know like ah, man i don't know it's like, i don't know it we, was, we got tarkin and we're getting cad bane I, i'm not saying it won't be great that's so why i'm saying i'm giving it a seven out of ten because I, there's so much to me that are is above it but it's not a bad show you know what i mean you guys think vader shows up in this one? Oh man i don't know i mean it's prime for it but i don't right. know that they'll take that route I don't know what he, but I don't know. I don't know what the emperor would care. I mean, un- unless, unless Omega has sheave DNA. That's her. what I'm thinking. Like if they're going to do that, then you, you, you have Tarkin meet up with Vader. You know what I mean? You don't have, Sheev. or you have, or you have sheave send Vader to retrieve her. He's like, look, obviously these people can't do anything. Go get her and bring her back to me. You know yeah, what I mean? I need like, her now. Unfortunately, I got to go big guns on this shit. Yeah. Level one importance because like Let Vader me send only my gets, new secret weapon right. <laughs> Vader don't get dispatched unless it's like serious shit. He's like I the wolf. Say, I'm and not Pulp a babysitter. You know, he's the wolf in <laughs> Pulp Fiction. I think that <laughs> yeah. with Vader, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that it would be neat, and I'd be like, "Whoa, no, what?" But it, it undermines his scariness when characters can outwit him and beat him. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't want to see that image that you come away with like in Empire tarnished in any way by yeah. somebody actually managing to one up him. Yeah. Well, you also got to think though, like if she's some kind of importance in that way, like you would think that would end with her never being seen again. You know what I mean? And I don't, and I just, I just don't think they'll, they'll do that, you know, unless the, I don't know. Maybe there's, maybe there's thousands of escape clones out there. If she, we got no idea, <laughs> but I mean, it's a, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I hope nothing happens to her. I I don't think anything will. I think she'll be in danger for a little while. But I ultimately, I think they they don't want to see her go. So, well, okay. So one other one last thing I want to talk about in the show is like, okay, so now we know the Kaminoans sent the bounty hunter after because they yeah. want her. Yeah. But is that the first bounty hunter they've sent, or are they behind Fennec Shand? Also, oh hey, by the way, apparently it's the Fourth of July. A right fireworks, now. huh? Yep. We'll At least they waited until had the decency to wait until eleven fifteen. Right. Yeah. Kindness. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but anyway, so you you know what I mean? I don't. I mean, maybe that's I'm, the idea of Fennec showing up. Maybe that's. She tries to steal the bounty from Cad Bane, and that's how the Bad Batch hook up to her. I mean, it's total potential for that. It would be kind of cool seeing a, a face-off between Fennec and Cad Bane. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But they don't have I to don't do know. It. Just a neat idea. Any opportunity they can get to have Cad Bane deliver lines. Yeah, right. that's what I want to see. Here for it. Yeah, yeah. I love that sound of his voice. I love that modulation that's in it, and yeah, it's uh it's really something. Speaking of 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 getting over on a character and kind of ruin the mystique of it, every time they every time they took off his hat in the Clone Wars, like you you lost something from his character. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, when he was there in was a, prison. Like, he was when, 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 not only that, but there was a moment when I think he was fighting Anakin and they had to like jump around a bunch on rocks. Well, anyway, man, I'm really digging the show overall. I, uh, I find myself being more and more excited about every episode, especially now that we got Cad Bane and especially now that Omega's been taken and we didn't get to see anything about her being taken except we know that it happened. That mm, makes yeah. it scarier. But anyhow. My, my lady. So Leaves he, a said little my, he, he said, he said yeah. my lady to her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dude, yeah. He's oh, so cool. Anyhow. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll uh, just be waiting by the time you hear this. It's only a couple more days until we get another episode. So, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully we won't all be weeping but anyhow yeah anyhow yeah well guys i think that's gonna do it man so here's the deal be sure to check out patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators a lot of good gear going on over there check out t public and Redbubble. the links are all right in the show description uh you can follow the show on twitter at bad underscore motivators and anything else you see down there in the show description that you want to get on with go ahead go ahead by the way, if you message the show on Twitter, don't hold your breath. 
It's basically, <laughs> it's basically like, you know, messaging Microsoft customer support. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's for, speak, speaking of Patreon this, this week, we will be having our uh, taking a number two Star Trek Patreon show, the one I do. We're going to be doing a Pride Month special. So Sweet, that man. should come out this That's week. Cool. We're going to record it this week, and I'm going to get it out. So, Well, right on, man. Awesome, get man. Get on you, dude. Yeah. Well, hey, I guess you know what I'm going to say next. Sweet, man. Well, hey, I think Taylor Swift is awesome. And until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. The bad motivators. <laughs>